Welcome to Open Mind Industries Podcast, The Mind Unleashed. Sit back, relax, and unleash your mind. Hey guys, welcome to The Mind Unleashed, episode 39. Holy shit, I'm almost to episode 40 pretty soon. That's pretty good for almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. Could be better. Who knows? Anyway, let's give a few shout-outs to our supporters. The first one is going to be Lifty Rogering App. Use our code TMUP for $5 up when you book your next project or ride with Lyft. It's been a crazy week. <laughs> $5 up when you book your next ride with Lyft. So use our code TMUP for $5 off. You can use it anywhere across the United States, and it'll work for you and give you a few bucks up. Also, please check out Weed Productions. Weed Productions is a locally cinematography company. He does weddings, special occasions, um, corporate events. So if you're looking to get some really good filmography and some photo shoots for your portfolio or something like that, check out Weed Productions. He's offering our listeners and followers 20% off when you book your next package with him. Use our code TMUP on our Facebook page also. Click on that, boom, 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 and you should be good to go. Recommend Ali. He'll hook you up. Also, please check out CAST. CAST stands for Cinematic Aerial Services. What CAST does is they do cinematic aerial shoots for weddings, corporate events, homes. Uh, right now, he's offering you guys uh, a $170, $179 package. So if you're trying to get a home inspected, a home on the market for your sellers, buyers, what have you, you guys can use our code. He'll give you a $179 package. And he'll do some really good package shooting for you so your home can look beautiful on the market and your clients know what they're buying when they get there. Also, please check out Straub and Law. Straub and Law hooked us up with our trademark uh, registry. We're almost there. As far as I know, we all should be all good to go. We're now registered with the uh, Trademark Commission, USPTO. Please check out Straub and Law. He'll give you offered flat rates and he was amazing. Found him on Thumbtack. Amazing, amazing guy. I'm glad I found him. Also, please check out Angie Connors. Angie Connors has hooked us up with our home. She's working on it still with us. Um, Angie works in the Mount Dora area here in Florida. So if you guys are looking to get a home anywhere throughout Florida or the Mount Dora area, please check out Angie Connors and she will take care of you. Really, honest to goodness, a uh, real estate agent, take, hit her up, she'll take care of you. Alrighty guys, let's get on to episode 39. I'm sorry I'm rambling and stuff like that. It's been a crazy week. Uh, we've had some quite a few things here. Um, and unfortunately, I'm going to talk about... This, my uncle recently passed away on uh, Tuesday, this Tuesday, uh, from unexpectedly had um, birth, he had cancer in his brain. We didn't know about this. Uh, he kept it quiet for a bit, and we did not know. But, um, yeah, so if I'm rambling on a little bit, be wary of a lot of stuff in my mind, and some 3D printing stuff in my head, and stuff like that. But I did want to talk about him just for a little bit, if that was okay with you guys. I know it's usually about technology and 3D printing stuff. But I just want to talk about my week and um, what's been going on and with him and stuff like that. Plus, we also had a horrible incident here in Orlando right next to my apartment. Um, a gentleman on, I believe it was Sunday night through Monday morning. So this is really, really weird work. Uh, if you look up uh, Orlando Shooter, there was another shooting here in Orlando. And unfortunately, this guy um, ended up having a domestic dispute with his wife. I'm trying to keep this as clean and professional as I can. Um, had a domestic dispute with his wife, unfortunately, or his girlfriend at the time, and uh, ended up, she ended up getting, leaving the apartment. They had a few kids, unfortunately, and what happened was, is when the cops went to go respond, and this is like right behind my apartment, so it's on the other side of the little pond we have here, on the other side of our apartments, um, not my complex in general, but there's another one across the road 
um, was there, and unfortunately the gentleman shot an officer, or a police officer, and then from there they found out that he had the four children, two were his, and then two were his girlfriend's uh, children, and um, unfortunately I had to work Monday morning, and we I worked for Universal, obviously. So it was right next to the Universal area. I had to get into to work, and I wake my girlfriend up. I'm like, we gotta get it going, and, and stuff like that. There were cops and shoppers everywhere. I think it was around like four or five in the morning. They started flying shoppers, new shoppers, and they kept posting our apartment because the way the camera was shooting it was like, you know, our place, and then it was over the next door one. So I had friends text me in the morning and you know worried about us and stuff like that. Are you okay? Is it okay? What's what's going on? Is it, is it your place or is it the one next door? I said no, no, no. It's the one. Uh, across the road here from us behind me and unfortunately uh, I got home um, I left that night from work and police were still there SWAT teams were still there and uh, it was going on for like 13 14 hours and then by I think 8 or 9 o'clock that night I was ready to go to bed unfortunately the morning I woke up Tuesday morning I woke up I found out that um, um, he had taken his life and the children's lives also, and it was pretty, pretty effed up, you know, pretty fucked up that you, you wake up to that, and you're like, man, right across the fucking road from me, it's a guy who's an asshole, and, um, I went to work, and a few other different people were like, holy shit, did you hear what happened? I said, yeah, I was, I live right next to the place, you know, so I want to give my heart and condolences to the, the mother and the family of those children, because that wasn't deserved, I mean, this fault team did all the best they could. It's really hard. People are like, why don't they just break open the door and go in? Unfortunately, you know, with something like that, when a guy has weapons and stuff like that, and children, the first thing that they're going to do in a uh, worst case scenario is take out the children, you know, as a, you know, body armor, what's that they do? And unfortunately, he took the cowardly way out and hurt the kids and then hurt himself, and, you know. So, that really kind of was like weird. And then I had to work on Tuesday. I didn't get home late until Tuesday night. And my girlfriend ended up taking me and giving me a look home. So we were talking a little bit. And she goes, check on Facebook real quick. And she goes, oh, no, your uncle just, you know, I think your uncle just passed away. I went, oh, what? And she goes, yeah. I, I kind of, I'm not saddened. I, I know this sounds really fucked up for some people. I'm not saddened. I'm not harmed or hurt from my uncle passing. I'm kind of happy. And I'm kind of like, okay. Um, he was going through a lot of health issues, you know, throughout the years and stuff like that. So I really didn't know he didn't know also how many years, more years he had. He had a lot of stuff from uh, breathing issues, stuff like that. He had to wear oxygen tanks, stuff like that. So he really didn't know how many years he had. Uh, he did a lot of construction, roofing, stuff like that over the lifetime. So he would say, you know, he's like, even he would stay alone. He's like, I don't know how many more years I have on earth. You know, I'm grateful for the years I was taking because the doctor uh, previously a couple years ago gave him a couple more years to live. And he's like, give him a couple more years to live. And I think I was kind of prepared for that. Like, you know, my mom's family and, and uh, my mom's family really aren't worth born with that genetics, um, unfortunately, but I was told by my girlfriend in, in the car, and I was like, oh, you know, when I came home, my mom was kind of a little, she already had cried a little bit, because it was my uncle, and mom's, you know, going to be flying up there uh, to New York uh, tomorrow, she's flying up to, or no, tonight, she's, yeah, tonight, tomorrow morning, she'll be there, it's uh, Friday here, and Saturday morning, she'll be up in uh, Rome, New York, which is where his, his services are going to be, and... You know, it's, like I said, I'm not upset, I'm not saddened, and it kind of it kind of does sound fucked up, but it's me at peace. I'm just at peace with people dying lately. It's not, I'm sad that I won't be able to talk to him again or see him again, but we, we've spoken, you know, a couple weeks ago, and everything was good and gracious. 
But um, from what I was told by mom was, uh, unfortunately, he passed away from cancer. And he had a cancer screening recently that he talked to me and my brother about. He hit me and my brother through Facebook Messenger and said, hey, you know, uh, how you guys doing? Yada, yada. Because my uncle was very, very sporadic with talking. And he was, you know, and I playing his Facebook games and that was his thing. So he hit me and my brother up. And uh, I said, hey, man, what's going on? How are you? And he goes, yeah, man, I'm going to be going in for uh, cancer testing. Don't really know what the fuck's going on, but I know something's going on. Um, everything came back negative, apparently. Pardon me. Uh, for that screening, but unfortunately, he was put in the hospital about a week ago, and they really didn't know what was going on. So, from what we found out, um, cancer to the brain, so it's been going on for quite a while. He just kept it to himself, unfortunately. I kind of wish he told us. Um, but like I said, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole or anything like that. It's just, that's, me and death, and people pass away. I'm just kind of so immune to it lately, because people are just telling left and right, and I'm just like... But I did write today, I wrote a nice, um, funny story for my mom. My mom told me this morning, she goes, would you write on his um, obituary? I said, yeah, sure. So I wrote something up that I I thought was lovely. I had a nice story that I remembered, and I'll tell it to you guys in just a moment. Um, uh, and it was this, we went to go, um, he came down from New York, so I went to go, you know, hang with him here, and mom was like, so we got tickets, you know, movie Fast Five had just come out. And I I uh, I haven't seen it, but I was like, would you like to go see Fast Five? And he said, yeah, yeah. So Uncle George, you know, having breathing issues, he had OCPD and stuff like that. So his breathing stuff, we had to carry always around, he had to carry around an oxygen tank and a bag in a backpack and stuff like that, like a little in the satchel, form and stuff like that. So mom was like, all right, just remember he can't walk very far. Well, you know, you need to break because his breathing and stuff like that. So he was excited. He was like, yeah, you know, let's go do it, man. Because I don't usually do it. Some my kids, my kids are, you know, you know, thirteen, fourteen, you know. His kids were, you know, uh, you know, 16, 17, you know, 18 years old, you know, stuff like that. And um, so we went to Orlando City Walk here, Universal City Walk. And we ended up going, ended up getting a cab over because Lyft has been Lyft and Uber still weren't around, weren't ready yet. They Uber and Lyft did not exist yet. Um, so we had to take a cab over to um, City Walk and uh, took him out to the movie. He enjoyed the hell out of it, loved it. Um, I said, hey man, you know, I'm taking you to lunch today too, so let's get ready for lunch. And lunch was not cheap, put it this way. Uh, I think I ended up dropping on the whole experience for lunch, the movie, everything. Because I ended up having, there's a, a beer thing of my thing. I'll take a photo of it for later for the podcast, and I'll probably post a photo on my Apple. But, um, it was a refueler. It looks like a refuel, like a cup, but it's got like a refuel top to it for like NASCAR. So we ended up going to NASCAR, and it was like not cheap. It was... I think altogether I dropped about 230 bucks on the day. I would just go, you know, cabs, cab, the, you know, both cab rides and stuff like that. But that cab story I'm going to get in just a minute. But I ended up taking him out, and um, he really, really, really loved it. He, We were drunk. He was having a great time. He haven't had a, had a good time like that in a long time. He said, man, I, my kids won't even do this for me. Not to hate on the kids or anything like that, but he's like, my kids would probably maybe never do this for me. And he's like, it really made him... He cried, you know, a little bit. He stopped a little bit when he had his beer and stuff. But he's like, this is a great day. I'm having a great time and stuff like that. So, um, But the funny story comes after that. We were drinking a little bit. And I ended up having had the waiter like dump out some of my, one of my beers because it was like too much beer. I had already had like four or five beers. And just getting that refueler, I was like, oh boy. So anyway, uh, I got the refueler. He's got his refueler. I got him in his cup and stuff like that. So we're, we're drunk, man. We're, we're feeling it. We're buzzed. We're really goodly buzzed. So, alright, I was like, alright, man, we need to go down and get a cab, and then we'll head home. We'll go home and relax a little bit. 
So we're well fed. We, you know, we got onion rings in us, burger stuff in us. We're, we're he's having a great time, taking our time to the cab, you know, so he can breathe. The, he's having a blast. <laughs> Get down to the cab. We're close to the cab. I tell the guy, tell the guy who does our cab, you know, cab services. Hey man, do you guys have your credit card system working? They said, they said, yeah, yeah. I said, you sure? Because like the last time I go in here, the they said they tell me I can't use it or it's down. They go, don't worry, man. They'll take care of you. You know, just go into one of the cab or whatever. We want to get one. So we get ready. We're hopping in the cab. And the guy goes, uh, where, where are you going? So I told him where we're going. I said, I'll give him directions and stuff like that. And we were drinking. You know, I wasn't buzzed, but I wasn't stupid. You know. And so he goes, hey, man, you guys have been a great day. We're like, yeah, man, we're doing good. And I told him what the apartment. So we finally get to the front of our apartments here, into the gate and stuff like that. And I said, hey, man, you can stop here so you don't have to go through all that shit. We'll walk the rest of the way. So, you know, it's like, well, you know, you're not really getting too confused. And I believe the bill came up to like $7. I'm going to get that ahead, get that ahead of time. So I go, hey man, can I use my credit card? You know, I see he got the system all set up, and I was, it was all blinking and ready to go, thinking, ready to go, swipe your card when ready. And he goes, oh, oh no, man, no, 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 I cannot, uh, no. Ah, uh, he goes, I, you know. And I'm like, he goes, you don't have any cash. I said, uh, he gets like fucking irate. And I'm like, looking at my uncle, I'm just like, all right. I said, no, man, I said, no, listen, man, all I got is, you know, five bucks on me, you know, we've been out drinking a little bit and shit like that, didn't tell him that, but he already kind of knew we were, you know, a little buzzed, um, and he gets fucking irate, turns around, turns his head around in the car, and he goes like this, and, uh, he looks at my uncle, me, and my uncle goes, listen, man, this is all we got in cash, you know, either you take the card, or you take the cash, like, which one do you want, you know, and he looks at us, he goes, okay, okay, I take the five, you know, how much you have on you, I said, I have five bucks, that's it. He had them the five. He goes, okay, give me the five. And they have to give him the five. He unlocks the fucking doors. And, uh, so that guy is out two dollars. Till today. Till now. He's still out two bucks. So I think that's a funny fucking story. And I told my mom. I really don't think I said that. The guy said this, but I think we made out Uncle George. Because, uh, <laughs> the fare was only seven bucks. We only gave him five. So, you know, what an idiot for not taking the card. I would have tipped him either way. Anyway. I thought that was a funny story. So I think that was me and my uncle having some fun. But it was a great uh, moment. And I'm glad I got to spend the time with him and do some connect bowling and shit with him. Because like, he enjoyed doing that. He loved coming down to Florida and stuff like that. But um, I've only met him a couple years ago. But it is what it is. <sighs> Excuse me. But I wanted to talk about that just for a little bit and kind of share that with you guys. Because like I said, it's been a crazy week. And I really just wanted to kind of get that off my chest. Anyway. On to some 3D printing. Um, yeah, it's been quite a week with that too. I just got hit up by Alan Lincoln over at Evil Monkey Studios. And um, what Alan has going on is he's got a commission for some bat armor, some, you know, Batman armor. So I have the files with me today because, like, unfortunately, he's really not geared up for all the 3D printing stuff. He is, he has, like, plenty of 3D printers. He's got a Robo, he's got a couple of tornadoes, stuff like that. Unfortunately, the printers aren't acting. He doesn't have the fucking time to build and stuff like that. So he called me up. He goes, hey, I know you're really busy. You're usually busy on your own shit. Do you have any time to help me out? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he PayPal'd me some money. And he ended up um, sending me some files. And unfortunately, like, the, the armor looked good in modeling. However, when I took it in the slicer, the simplified 3D simplified, he goes, hell no, man. What the fuck is this? And I looked at it carefully, and there's a lot of holes in the armor. And you look carefully, there's a lot of the... 3D parts, the modeling parts are not put together properly. They're not welded together and not grouped together properly. That's the best way to state it. Um, 
Trent's been doing his own 3D printing. He's loving the CR10 um, a lot. And Alan goes, don't you have a CR10? I said, yeah, two, two minis because they work better, work best for what I'm building. I'm not going like full fucking scale on it like that. So I print, they print about 11.8 inches high, which is perfectly fine for me. The CR10S prints about 15. So it prints about four more uh, inches taller than my CR10 minis. Which is not bad. I might get a CR10S later in life, but right now it's, it's not what I need. I don't put a lot of big models anyway. But um, I'm going to be doing uh, Alan's armor, but the problem is we have to cut like some of it up. Because I looked at the model and I went, holy shit, man, who the fuck modeled this? I don't know where he got it. I think he got it from either uh, uh, my mini factory or uh, 3D hubs or one of those hubs that I'm on also. <sighs> my apologies. Um... But I'm going through it and I go, oh, shit, how can I fix the mesh? Now, for those who don't know, you guys can use uh, NetFab, which is a free program where you can play for the pro version. The free version just helps you clean some of the model out, the mesh, triangle, stuff like that. So I went on to YouTube real quick and I said, hey, man, somebody's going to have a quick 3D printing guide on how to kind of fix the mesh or fix some stuff. Um, as we're playing with Simplified 3D, you can um, highlight certain parts. So from there, I was able to make, like, show all the parts of the project and go, okay, what the fuck's wrong so now I'm able to kind of move some parts around so I think today I'm going to have to kind of finish it up and kind of work and put some of the parts together and smooth it out um, the next best program that I would probably would recommend people getting uh, I found out through YouTube it's called the uh, Angus Printing Guys or whatever the guy's name is I don't know the exact name but I won't give I will give this guy credit his name's Angus there's a really good um, printing tutorial guide on some model stuff really cool I think he's from Australia really awesome fucking dude um, so I checked this stuff, and he said, you use Mesh Mixer, you know, and he's like, that helps clean out some of the errors and triangles and, and uh, some of the holes inside the product. I ended up putting it through Mesh Mixer, and even Mesh Mixer was like, yo, man, I can smooth this out, but I can't fix all the problems. So, I think my thing is, with people, it's like, if you're going to be, everybody can model, some people can really model really well, I know how to make a printer, but if you're not 3D printing it, you have no idea how the fuck it's going to print. Even with SLS and SLA and, uh, you know, F FDMs, you know, everybody's like, oh, if I can get a multi-million, it's going to print, right? No, it's not. The model's the first fucking thing that needs to be perfect. Spot on needs to be perfectly done because your makers, your people who print this shit out for you, have to look at it carefully and go, how in the fuck am I going to print this with overhangs, uh, tips, dips, all that shit? What speed, what filament should I be using? Um... How long? And the thing is with 3D printing is people want to print so fucking fast. Like, I want it now. I want it, like, within an hour. And a lot of intricate fucking printing. I mean, I printed the Eiffel Tower one time. I wish I took a photo of it. It took me, like, fucking 12 hours to print it. And I printed it on a pretty low speed because I was like, okay, I want the best detail possible. And I knew from the filament, I was like, this print filament likes to take its time and weld together. And the Eiffel Tower was about yay big, you know, but maybe a good... Uh, two, three inches tall, and it came out getting phenomenal. It was like, you could see everything beautifully. I, like, I, I printed it just at the right speed, light, lighter height. Everything just came out beautifully. But um, I told Alan, I said, hey, man, let me take a candor of some of the stuff. So I have all the files today. But I think I'm turning everybody into the fucking CR10 holics because first trip, then Alan, and then I know Universal has now upgraded their arsenal, the creative department, with CR10s. Um, is that a bad thing? I gotta say no. I really gotta say no because it's the biggest thing on YouTube and everybody keeps fucking talking about it. But the pro thing about the CR10 series, 
from Creality. Everyone seems to be fucking duplicating. They're simplistic. They're easy to put together. They're easy to modify if needed. Um, that's a really good sign. Could they be the next XRG printing? Could they be the next one in the market? Hmm, I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I've seen the newer printer that they put out, and not everybody's not really big happy with it. Oh, they're not happy. Well, they're happy and they're not happy. I've seen a mixed review of, go, hey, go, just go with the CR-10s. You know, not the CR-10. I think there's a new one. I think it's the 4 or something like that. But they really knocked it out of the park with a simplistic design, a simplistic extruder, that you can easily modify that extruder to do whatever the fuck you want. Because uh, I use a V6 hot end on my Robo. And I ended up getting a new screen before the Robo, so I can, now the Robo is going to be running perfectly too in a little while once I get that running up. In, um, I'm running out of case for right now with the LCD screen, so I can up, you know, just adapt the uh, system to run a little bit better. Love the Robo, love it to death. It runs phenomenally well. It has a few coding issues with Arduino, but ended up fixing a lot of that with the new stuff that I put into it, and it's all back to normal again. So, um, could CR10 be that, that first-timer printer thing? I have to say, yeah, I think it's pretty simplistic to use. They, they really know how to make something simplistic. And the problem with people getting it is like, where can I buy it? Can I just go directly to Reality 3D over in China and get it? But I told most people, I'm like, hey, man, get it to where everybody else is getting it. They're getting it from uh, GearBest. I mean, that's where I got mine. I had little issues with GearBest. GearBest is kind of like an Amazon. They just, they're like, a, like an Amazon for the China market. Which is not a bad thing. You just gotta know how to shop on there. And they were really cool with me. We had they they, they got back to me kind of a little bit directly. And I said, hey man, because when I was buying the and I got the bonus from you know my job, I said, hey man, I'm looking to get some new 3D printers because the fucking XY the DaVinci shit the bed. And I, I got so fucking tired with XYZ. I probably will never ever go back to fucking XYZ. The way they handle their company, I I just can't. I somebody else was like, hey, would you go to XYZ printing? And I said, no. I'm sorry, I, I can't, and I'm glad. I still talk with the XYZ community, the people that I know on the Maker Hubs, and I'm also part of this new hub that makes uh, disabled projects disabled um, for pro bono and stuff. They don't, you don't get paid for it, but you're doing something, things for the disabled community. I saw it, it's all in, I think it's German and French, I think it's in French, France, and uh, somebody started the channel. Luckily for Facebook Translator, it translates, everybody, it translates out to English, so you can read what their people are saying. But everybody seems very lovely and very kind, and it was pretty cool. They had a project this morning. They said, "Hey, this is our basic outline. Would you guys like one? If you like, if you can help, help. If you can't, no worries. We give suggestions. Give suggestions when you can. Um, and I think it's gonna be a really good hub. I think it's a really cool idea for me. But um, yeah, I, I just can't recommend. And a lot of them are using the XYZ printers, and I'm like, yo, man, I w I won't touch a fucking pro. I won't touch a uh, 1.0. I won't touch a fucking duo. I like." what XYZ was doing, you know, I wouldn't have gone with Robo if I didn't talk with Alan, and I said, hey man, I'm looking for a newer printer, Creality wasn't out yet, a lot of these printers, and it was like, this is, the market from 3D printing has fucking picked up dramatically in the past two years, it, if it's not in your fucking home, I don't know what to tell you, if it is, you have to know about 3D printing, like, now, nowadays, um, it's shocking because somebody was like, I told somebody about a year ago when I first started getting into this, and it's been about three years for me now, and getting the 3D, I'm now a 3D, I consider myself a novice um, into the system, I don't know everything, I should know, you know, I'm still learning as the day goes, because we're all still learning, each filament is changing, each each step of how a 3D print something is changing, designing, building, you know, what programs we should be using, 
Um, and that's the beauty of 3D printing. We're never going to know. Even the best printers, $100,000 machines, still make the same fuck-ups the FDM printers make up, and you can fix that on the fly. I was t talking to somebody over at 3D Hubs, and they're like, yeah, man, I use a blah, 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 at work. If the fucking thing is a huge, it still fucks up. It still makes mistakes. I'm like, oh, cool, so it's just like what I got. Absolutely, it's just like what you got, you know. Um, but I think, you know, everybody's jumping on that CR10 bandwagon because it's so simplistic, so in affordable, you know. Easy to modify, quiet. It's a quiet machine. But I, my, my thing to like, reality is, like, keep at your current desk. Don't get too big for yourself. You know, the community is helping you out. Making The community is helping build that printer to what it's going to be. And there, there's a couple of things. I think they, they 3D printed a couple of parts for the newer printer. And I, I think, um, uh, was it Charles Huckabee? Or, yeah, Charles Huckabee. He runs a channel on I follow on YouTube on our company page. And I love watching some of his videos. He does a lot of uh, Tinkercad and stuff like that. Sure, you had to make... Uh, filament for, it's filament Fridays, but if you guys want to check that out, check it out. Really good, really good guy. I've talked to them on um, um, YouTube. Really, really nice guy. I like watching some of his videos. I like watching maker videos. It's just my thing. Um, but he spoke about it. He's got a lot, a lot of printers. A lot of his people from Patreon donate and stuff like that. And he said the same thing. He's like, you know, they just need to keep at what they're at. You know, the, the Creality CR10, the Creality CR10S, the Creality Mini, those are like the go-to fucking printers nowadays because they're just simplistic to fucking use. They print really, really well for the price and budget. Um, you just gotta know how to use them. You know, just it takes time to. But as any printer, any printer loves. You know, it loves its time. Trent, like I said, just got his, and he's automatically. I gave him a couple days to kind of figure it out by himself. He's loving it. He's fucking, and he's in love with it already. He's just like, wow, this, this is the art of three D printing. Because his goal is he wants to make masks and shoot and stuff like that. He wants to make some molds, so he's gonna be getting back into. He wants to get in a ZBrush so bad. Because as a makeup artist, he wanted something that he could reuse daily and daily. And I want to make some parts for the crutches and um, parts for myself in general. So he's loving the hell out of it. Um, and Alan, you know, uh, the other day when I was at work, sent me a text. He goes, I just, I just sprung and got one. I found one for like, he's like, what do, I, what do you recommend? Like, where do I get one? And he goes, I said, well, man, make sure you check Amazon. Amazon's got them. You can get them locally now. Um, check out Gearbest. Gearbest has got them too. Uh, you just want to make sure it's like genuine fucking Creality or like it's been distributed from Creality. Because a lot of people are claiming to be Creality, but they're not Creality. So they're just knockoffs of the Creality. Um, and that's a problem. It's like when you have something that works so damn well, especially in the China market, it's easy to knock it off without um, any issues. Yeah. Because mine came in Creality boxes and notes and everything else. So I knew it was Creality because people were saying how shitty some of the stuff is. But I was like, ah, perfect. Cool. So far, so good. I've got it maybe about an hour, 100 hours on my printer. Both of them, and they were working great. And my Trent, when he got the Creality, was like, shit, like, it's making all these weird noises. I was like, that okay? He's like, like uh, videos. He's like, does that sound okay? I'm like, yep, that's the printer making printer noises, you know? I was like, that's just life in general with printers. But um, I think the Creality is our new, our new you know, MakerBot. You know, and I really, I haven't seen much for MakerBots. I've seen people buy a lot of MakerBots. Not knocking MakerBot in any which way. They're just super expensive and they're, you know, you you get what you get from them. You get some good quality from MakerBots. If I had the money, I would probably buy a MakerBot, but that's not what I need right now. Um, I think my next goal is probably a CR10S. I can get a larger uh, print volume, but I'm already getting 11.8 inches and I'm fucking happy with that. I'm happy that's as high as I need to go. Um, 
for right now. And, um, I think that's perfectly fine for me. Um, but yeah, I really think, you know, the next thing, I'm talking with a guy right now that needs to come into our fruition for makers and, and model makers is the 3D scanners. And there is one company out there that keeps, I keep seeing their shit and stuff like that. I talked to Snapmaker and stuff like that. And somebody has asked me about the Snapmaker too, but 3D scanners need to come into the market for makers, builders, designers. The problem is they're not cheap. The technology is still not there. I know XYZ made a cheap or deeper one that I ended up buying. Because I was like, hey, this might come in handy. It didn't come in handy at all. It was just like, it didn't do shit. You needed to know how to do your modeling and stuff like that still with it. And it was very um, DRM, so you really couldn't, you needed, you could use it, but you had to have an XYZ printer and shit like that. <sighs> and you couldn't clean up the model. You couldn't put it in a mesh mixer and clean up some of the model and chop some parts off of it if it was really goopy looking. But the next 3D scanner is Peel 3D. Which I'm probably going to hit them up and see if I can get a loaner unit to try it out. Because I have friends asking about it. And have you tried a 3D scanner? Have you tried this? Have you tried the Xbox camera, you know, for 3D scanning? Uh, and the biggest question is, yeah, I've tried those. They're a little bit difficult to use. But I haven't tried the PL3D. I would love, love to try the PL3D. Don't think my desktop's strong enough for it. I really don't think it's strong enough for it. But I'm just going to check out the specifications. Um, but yeah, I really think... Uh, but I really think that's where we need to be going with it is, you know, down that alley of the creality, you know, and the realities, and then we need to go with 3D scanners, and it's hard to find out which company is going to be doing well. You know, Snapmaker, I've been supporting them for a long time. They, when I went to go for the new 3D, uh, get a new 3D printer, I hit them up first. So I was like, hey, I've been talking about you guys for a bit. I've asked you guys in the beginning if I could, do, you know, get some podcast notes, and they were very, very awesome. They were like, hey, you know what? What's the podcast about? What do you do? What you know? What are some questions? At the time, they really didn't know. They said maybe later on down the road they would love to talk to me. I wrote my huge synopsis form. I said, "Hey, would we be willing to talk about this?" And at the time, they couldn't. Right now, they were just busy getting their their name and their branding out there. And right now, it seems to be doing really well. They've been at a lot of maker cons, stuff like that. And if y'all haven't seen out Snapmaker, what Snapmaker is, is pretty much an all-in-one system. It's a small system, nothing too big, but it's meant for makers, designers, builders. To do laser engraving, um, so a little bit of CNC with wood, nothing major, mind you, but in an A3D printer uh, thing where you could do PLA, AVS, stuff like that. And some people who have bought their system, it's got like a little nice LCD phone that comes like, like it looks like an iPhone that snaps on, and that controls your models and stuff like that. Really, really well built from what I've been reading from all the com comments, stuff like that. I've talked with Snapmaker quite a bit, they've been very awesome. Um, but they're like, hey, because I, I had some money. Later on, I was like, hey, do I want to spend the money and get an all-in-one system? Or do I want to get two printers for the price of, you know, the same price? And I'm glad I went with option two, because I was like, they were very cool. I said, hey, my birthday's coming up, unfortunately. You know, um, would you get to willing to help me out with any which way you can? And I've, I've been supporting your, you know, pushing your product and talking about it. And and they were very cool. They're like, hey, we could probably yeah, put a little something, something nice in the package for you. It's your birthday. Let us know, you know, and I said, how much would you have to be willing to go? They didn't go down that much. I think the price for the all-in-one system was, I think, about seven ninety-nine, something like that. And they're willing to give you about seven seven sixty or something like that with shipping. And I was like, that's a bit expensive. And I was like, well, I thought about it, talked to my British partner, John. I said, hey, what do you think we should do? And he said, what do you what do you want to do? It's your, you're you're kind of like doing that more than I do because you're doing more of the 3D printing aspect of it. I'm more or less design. You, you're the one that takes it to Maker and makes it. And I, he said, uh, think about it for a little bit. So I did. 
sat around it for like two nights, and I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm grateful for what you guys offered, but I'm going to go in another direction just for the moment and see what happens. And I'm glad I went down the CR, you know, the CR10 market and said, all right, let's, what's the next two printers, you know, the printers out there? I went on YouTube, did a whole search for this year's stuff. I went on Joe Tellings, I went on uh, Barnacles, I went on a few other people, uh, novice experts, but I, I talk, he talks a lot about the robots, so I've talked to a lot of the robo community, and I was talking with them, I was like, hey, how's the newer, you know, Joe Telling has a really good video on that, I said, what the hell does Joe think about that, I went on his, and he tried out the new robo, and the problem is it got smaller, and it's more robust with a camera inside, which you can use Octoprint and stuff like that, which I want to get into myself, because I can also... 3D print and monitor the prints from at work or wherever I need to be. Um, but, uh, you know, it's like finding out what printer works for the community and the people. And even a few people on uh, thing uh, Instagram kind of hit me up and told me a few things. And they're like, really? The CR10s? And this is a good person. Uh, Barbara 3D Print NY, she hit me up and she goes, really CR10s? I went, yeah, yeah. At this time, I think it's perfect for me, you know. And printed, printed flexible, perfectly fine. She uses a laser bot, a uh, laser bot. She loves the hell out of it, but she can afford that. You know, that printer is not fucking cheap, man. That printer is a really good printer, but it is not fucking cheap. I tested had it on her, and they were showing the price tag, and it was like eleven hundred to twelve hundred dollars. So I was like, whoo! She's got the mini version, and even the mini version is like around seven hundred dollars. And I'm like, whoo! I'm like, now wonder if fucking XYZ and shit get, you know, get bought out like crazy, and in reality, getting bought out like crazy. Because uh, XYZ, when I first bought it, the 1.0, even with the enclosure, with the enclosure, everything, the whole in-all-in-one system, that shit was like $400 at Best Buy. And I had it shipped here, you know, for like next to nothing. Now, the reality is they got it shipping from, you know, China if you want to go that way. It takes about, I recommend if you're going to go through that way, like I said, use DHL. Don't use that fucking other shit. DHL will get it here, no problems, boom, boom, boom. Uh, there wasn't an import charge. They, 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 they do warn you, they're like, there might be an import charge if you import this. But uh, they didn't fucking, they didn't stop me. They didn't hurt me. So I'm surprised they didn't send me a bill or anything for like anything. But they're like, no, you're good. It came in, came, fucking flew here, came out here to Florida. VP, uh, DHL dropped it off, signed for it, and boom, I had two printers sitting on my floor putting them together. And I probably will do it again. So I do recommend, I do recommend GearBest. I do recommend getting it from the source and otherwise than going through Amazon. Amazon, if you have the Prime, you can do it, but it's kind of hard to find. It's a bit more expensive because you're getting the import charge plus the shipping and them shipping it in and then they take care of the you know so it's like blah 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 but if you want to go the Amazon route go the Amazon route it's a bit more expensive than getting it directly from the source um, I think with the shipping and everything that's what gets you so they charge you an extra few bucks for shipping to get it into the states and stuff like that but it worked out well but I really think I'm converting this my, at least my friends into this CR10 market it wasn't my goal, it wasn't my intention, but people trust my judgment. Friends that are, you know, model makers, builders, have more talent than I do. And um, it's good to see my friends going, what do you recommend? And I said, right now, honestly, the CR-10 seem to be where it's at. They, they really, honestly, I've been using them for like crazy. They're not hard to level. They're not hard to do this. And I went down the whole entire line. I said, you know, this is what I would do um, if I had the money again, I would probably invest into this market. I said it was kind of sucks that the XYZ community, the XYZ could not help me out at all. And I was, hey, buy another motherboard. Hey, buy another motherboard. And that's pretty fucked up. It's pretty fucked up to have to deal with that and, and do that. So, um, but now that that's all said and done, I'm kind of out of that lifestyle. And I know I don't have to deal with their horseshit. I'm going to deal with the Robo more. Like, I love Robo. I want Robo to honestly build a decent sized printer. Um, 
and they already know to add an LCD board, but I have a new LCD board that I bought from Print and Seller for an extra 70 bucks, and it's beautifully, beautifully built for this printer, and that's what it was built for. It was built exactly for the uh, Robo, and now once this bad boy gets on there, I'm going to put a little the case for it. It should beautifully, I should be able to take it anywhere I wanted to go and print with it. The one thing I like about the Robo community is that everybody is so awesome and so open on what they're talking about. If there's an issue, if there's this, and Robo is right there. If you ever need a part, they're there. Their firmware's online. They have no problems of letting the community make the printer as best as they can get it, you know, in the Robo way. Gotta recommend Robo for that. They've been so fucking awesome. It's like, I haven't, like, I had one issue with Robo, and they were right there. They are like, what do you need? Okay, yeah, we fucked up here. Here's a new cable. Because I had a short in my um, Z, Z harness, and they were, like, right there. They sent me a new one. I said, all right, I think I fixed the problem. I had, like, a short in it or whatever. Same thing that the uh, XYZ had, but it was so enclosed, and you needed to go to the motherboard and do certain fucking things on the Arduino Mega. You know, it was a big Arduino, and this one's a tiny little board with steppers and everything like that. But uh, there were a few things I do have to recommend on the Robo R1s. They are selling like hotcakes right now still. Uh, I think now they're at like 500 bucks. And my only gripe about Robo, and I'm going to keep saying this forever and ever, is it was a bit overpriced when I bought it. They ended up giving me 40 bucks off, you know, to help me kind of cover some costs. But man, it was still fucking expensive. So it was a $700 printer, and I'm still like, oof. Um... To be honest, I think it's only worth $500, which now it is going for $500. If somebody said, hey, Ali, would you buy another one? Maybe, maybe not. Depends on the build size that I'm building. For prototype testing and just, like, knickknacks and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I definitely would. It builds hangers perfectly fine. I get, like, about a good... Um, how high do I get? I think I get 8 point in, I get eight inches high on this one instead of the 11. So that's still not bad. I get the, I think, 11 width. And then I want to say, like, a 9. No. Less than that. But yeah, it prints phenomenal. Like, it prints good. It heats up really, really fast on the bed. The only thing I want to do with this one, I have a... I might make another enclosure, but it has, like, a nice cap enclosure on it. It doesn't close all the way, but it does keep heating very, very well. And, uh... Yeah, I do get it. I could recommend these guys. These guys have been really good. The printer works really good. It's good to be able to get into the software and actually fix issues that it may be having software-wise. But, um... I can't complain, man. I really can't complain, but... This reality is a whole other fucking game. It's, I've never seen something as simplistic and something as, as robust as what it is. It's just simple. It's simple fucking printing. It's nothing. It's not like, hey, we can do this and this. It's just fucking steel bars with da -da -da and wheels. And how can we make this as smoothest, cleanest experience possible, but then giving you the best results we can for the cheapest price? And it's like, holy shit. And I think that's why people are jumping on the reality bandwagon because you're getting. Um, not only the biggest thing with the 3D printing community is you're getting fucking build volume. People want that build volume. It's like they see something and they're like, I want to make a big figurine or I want to make something from Thingiverse. And it's like, can I? You know? And the problem is like 3D printers are really cool to be small, like miniatures, but at the same time, it's like people want to fucking build hobbies. They want to start building, you know, model airplanes and they want to start doing shit for their computers and, and brackets and shit. I had one guy who was like, oh, I build brackets for my computers. I 3D print them because nobody makes brackets. Hey, he makes his own custom brackets for his hard drives and stuff like that, graphics cards. And he's like, the ro I use as a Robo, and he uses another, and then he uses a Creality. And he's like, um, Ultra Makers is another thing. Ultra Makers are really fucking good too, but they're they're expensive as shit too. But um, the reason why they're expensive as shit because they're from Sweden, but they're really fucking good. I've been told by many people who own them, and they're like, you should get one. And they offer like a payment plan and shit like that. I'm just like, I would love to get an Ultra Maker, but God fucking Christ, could never afford it. Huh. <laughs> 
hopefully with Patreon, maybe you guys can help with that, maybe, who knows, uh, but, um, yeah, um, it just seems, this 3D community life is this building in the past two years has fucking taken off, like, I could, I couldn't imagine it, I could not imagine it, who would have thought you would have an Alexa in your home, you know, doing some of your lighting and shit like that, your door locks, stuff like that, a 3D printer for hobbyists and makers and builders for their own companies that can have their own little workshop in their house so they can go to either actual, you know, engineering job and go, listen, this is what I found off my 3D printer, this is what I've done, this is what I can do. It's cool because Autodesk is getting more money now from us and the makers. And are, it's cool when Autodesk is offering a software that anybody can use because they want you to build. They want It helps them in the long run because we're like, oh, we're learning a lot of shit from our makers and hobbyists uh, to build stuff. So I think it's really cool that it's picking up as fast as it is, but it's like, holy shit, it's becoming the goddamn iPhone and the MacBooks, and it's becoming, you know, I think in another year or two, it, it's going to be, everybody's going to have a standardized fucking 3D printer to standardize some things. <coughs> Will resin printing go down in price? Who the hell knows? I've been still taking a gander at that. I mean, this, the Carbon 1 is still the fastest printer on Earth right now, and it is very, so it's very expensive. It's like $64,000 just to just to lease it, and then the resin is like a hundred. Resin's resin's like two three hundred dollars just to use the resins, but the parts print out so fast for automotive and shit. You could do a, a ball, you know, a intricate piece in under forty five minutes, and that's fucking incredible. But they won't. They use a DLP projector and they use oxygen. This is a mixture of oxygen and a DLP projector, and it's fucking crazy. If you guys want to see that, check out our carbon. The carbon printer and the carbon one go to like test it and shit they have it they were actually able to talk with them personally from adam savage this thing is fucking really cool really really expensive and they're like how much is it to have one of these like 64k to just lease it you can't even own it you have to lease it you can't have it like you can't literally like buy it you have to like lease it for 64,000. and then you have to buy like the resins from them obviously but it's like holy shit but um uh, where am I at this podcast, man? It's been a crazy fucking... Where, how far am I in? Wow. 42 minutes in, I rambled about some 3D printing. But that's pretty much what I've been working on, man. I'm going to get back to the mesh mixer. I'm going to be fixing a few things with um, the model uh, for Batman stuff. I still got to go in. I still got to really dig into the stuff and, and um, work on that. And hopefully I can figure out the solution of what the fuck is going on. Because every time I try to slice this armor, there's issues, and I thought, like, NetFab, and I thought Mesh Mixer would kind of fix those, but, um, when you're building a model, guys, if you're getting into it, take the time to learn how to use the software first, you can understand, because the guy did a great job, I don't know how they scanned the banner, what they did, but it looks like they just parted it together, and this guy was maybe either a novice to it, or just kind of not used to, like, hey, how do I make this work? The problem with getting into a 3D slicer, 3D slicer has to go break it down level layer by layer and go, okay, well, what parts are missing? What parts are together? So the printer can say, okay, the printer just prints it. It doesn't, you know, it does what the slicer tells it to do. It tells it how many steps, how many layers, what what line it needs to follow, you know, how many lines are going to be in the thing. And the slicer was like, no way, man. Uh, some of the parts are fucking way off, you know. Uh, none of this is really connecting. It's floating in midair, so... Um, Really take your time, study the software, you know, and then make sure when you're putting it up there. So us as makers, if it's on Thingiverse, if it's on this, I had a model that I put up on Thingiverse that I fixed. I literally found it in Slicer and I was like, why is this printing like this? And I found out it was in midair, it wasn't a solid model. So I ended up turning the model into a solid 
that way people could be um, well taken care of and they're not worried about certain things and uh, once I figured that out people were like oh that's pretty cool like I didn't I just turned it into a solid program but highly 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 recommend you know if you're a model maker model make have some fun love yourself but uh, take care of your work make sure it's working properly I think that's all I got for today. Holy shit, I've been rambling, but it's been a fun one. It's really been good. I think, like I said, I think I've um, converted my friends to the Creality, and uh, maybe somebody else is converting people to Creality's, but I think it's the printer of the future. I just wish that they would stop for a minute and like look at the, what they've done, and then improve. Improve just a little bit. You don't overly fuck yourself over as a company. Improve little by little. You've already made a product, now just improve on what you can improve. You know? Make it easy, make it com not as complex, make it, you know, just beautiful. Keep the, the product and maintenance and just keep your quality. Most importantly, keep your fucking quality control the top priority. I mean, if you could put out some printers with good quality control, if you build it, they're going to come, man. They're, they're going to keep buying and buying and buying and buying. And your numbers won't go down. You know, you just improve little by little. Fix it where it needs to be fixed. Tweak it where it needs to be tweaked. And stop 3D printing fucking parts for the printers, man. That's fucking ridiculous. I've seen that shit. That uh, Charles Huckabee fucking popped it on Filament Friday. He was like, yeah, this new part that uh, they 3D printed. He's like, I'm not a big fan of that. I was like, nor am I. And I know the Laser Blizzard bot fucking, they, they 3D print a lot of their parts, which isn't a bad fucking idea. To be honest, it's not a bad idea. 3D printed parts can hold. But a 3D printed part on a goddamn 3D printer, like I've got a few 3D printed parts that are holding really well. Surprising, because I printed them really good and printed them really well. But at the same time, it's just like, yo, man, I don't know. You know, I, I would rather have an injection molded part for that, but you know, or a molded part. But I have a few parts in the robo that are 3D printed. Not all of the mechanical parts, but there's a few that are helping this filament and they rise, rise up the print, stuff like that. And on the um, Secret Reality, I have some parts that are help the Z rod go up and down. I have little little knobs and shit that work out really good. Print them out really good, and they're rock solid hard. They're not gonna break, you know. But at the same time, it's kind of like, yo, man, like. If you're gonna make a spend like all that money, you should fucking put some real mold injected parts in there just so they don't. We know they're not gonna break, but it is what it is with 3D printing companies. Uh, Lizardbot's one of them, and so is. <sighs> reality. Reality needs to. They need to stop doing that. They need to start, you know, working on their shit better. That's just me, my opinion. Anyway, The Incredibles came out today. I probably won't see that for another week. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm hoping the parents, when I go see that, aren't going to fuck it up for all of us grown adults. Um, what else? Eh, nothing much. Gamer news, uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 coming out pretty fucking soon. Awesome. Um, E3 has getting ready to start. I know it already has started. But uh, my buddy's there now setting up some shit. He's surprised this morning. He's like, I'm working at E3. We're like, what? Get the fuck out of here. So that's been going on. Um, yeah, that's about it for me for this week. I'm glad the week is over. Um, yeah, it's been a wild one. And I just want to give a moment of silence for my uncle and a moment of silence for the family that unfortunately was killed uh, on uh, Monday. And my uncle was passed away on Tuesday, so I'll give a quick moment of silence. Alright. It is what it is. 
Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in. Thanks for keeping awesome. If you guys want to donate or anything like that, please go on our Patreon page. A dollar will help. I'm going to be putting more content up, more 3D putting videos up. I know I keep saying it. It's been fucking busy. I'm a one-man army. Um, i got a business cards to do. I've got a lot of things to do. Um, i got to work on Alan's stuff. But uh, if any donations you guys want to help, it would be wonderful. Any questions for the podcast, please let me know, man. Openmindindustries at gmail.com if you want to be part of the podcast, let me know. I like to talk to all makers, model makers, anybody. Nerdies, funnies, goodies, all that good shit. Um, I hope this entertains you guys. I'm hoping you guys are having fun. I'm hoping my rambling ass can have some fun. I'm going to be having Maurice on soon again. We had to get his schedule in order. Um, he ended up purchasing a few things from T2 I won't discuss because it's really cool what he got. Um, but we need to do Terminator the uh, uh, Part 2 soon and Dakota will be on. Hopefully I can have Dakota on. I still have my Ben, ben Patton on. He's been doing a couple um, fundraisers stuff like that for his company or his page that he's been doing uh, for motivational for workers and stuff like that. And what else? I may have on Ross Paget. I may have on a friend that they do both do comedy and to talk what they do. So looks like a fun year this year for the podcast. And I love doing these. And these are not much money. And, you know, I do these $15 a month, pays for all my streaming and shit like that with this. I just got to do all the editing and video editing and all that shit like that. So please, guys, subscribe to our YouTube page. Um, subscribe to our Facebook page if you want to get some 3D printing done. I'm very very budget-friendly on that. Um, but, yeah, keep positive, keep open-minded, and uh, hopefully I'll see you guys soon. If you want to donate, you can. I'm going to get some more um, uh, partner shit so I can start making some money, get some money back in my pocket. If you want to help anywhere you can, I would appreciate it, but uh, I got a lot of prototype shit to do, still do. Anyway, keep an open mind. Have a great weekend. I will miss you guys. Be safe.